We'll follow the order of service as it's listed in the bulletin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We sing together Amazing Grace as it is printed there. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. The Lord has promised good to me. His word, my hope, secures. He will my shield and portion be. As long as life endures Through many dangers, toils, and snares I have already come His grace has brought me safe thus far his grace will lead me home. Yes, when this flesh and heart shall fail, and mortal life shall cease, amazing grace shall then prevail. In heaven's joy and peace. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise. Then when we first begun. In the midst of life, we are in death. From whom can we seek help? From you, O Lord, who by our sins are justly angered. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and merciful Savior, deliver us not into the bitterness of eternal death. Lord, you know the secrets of our hearts. Shut not your ears to our prayers, but spare us, O Lord. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and merciful Savior, deliver us not into the bitterness of eternal death. O worthy and eternal judge, we do not let the pains of death turn us away from you at our last hour. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and merciful Savior, Deliver us not into the pains of eternal death. 
The word of the Lord according to Psalm 118. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. Glory, Glory be to, to the, the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord according to Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord. More than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all of his iniquities. Glory, Glory be, be to the, the Father, Father, and to the Son, and, and to, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. <laughs> Amen. The word of the Lord, according to the Gospel of St. Luke. Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people, Israel. Glory, glory be, be to, to the, the Father, and to the Son, and to the, and to the Holy Spirit. Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord according to the book of Job, chapter 19. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. That they were engraved on a rock with iron pen and lead forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at the last on the earth. And after my skin is thus destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. How my heart yearns within me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The word of the Lord according to the Gospel of St. John. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who believes in me and lives shall never die. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. 
Psalm 16. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the paths of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, by your three-day rest in the tomb, you hallowed the graves of all who believe in you, promising resurrection to our mortal bodies. Bless this grave, that the body of our brother may sleep here in peace until you awaken him to glory, when he will see you face to face and know the splendor of the eternal God. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Gospel of our Lord according to St. John. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. The word of the Lord according to 1 Corinthians 15. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, 
the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. The continuation of 1 Corinthians 15. Behold, I shall tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable. This mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We sing together the hymn as it's listed there in the bulletin. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We 
should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden? Comfort with a load of care. Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. Members of Good Shepherd Congregation, family and friends that have gathered here this morning to mourn the loss of a father, a grandpa, a brother, a dear friend, and especially to you, dear Vivian. Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this morning. A few words from Psalm 68. God is in his holy habitation. He settles the solitary in a home. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, God is in his holy habitation. We use that word habitation occasionally, don't we? Habitation for ducks or geese or pheasants. That's what Ducks Unlimited and Pheasants Forever are all about. Habitat for humanity. Habitat or habitation is where someone or something lives and dwells. God is in his holy habitation. So, where is God? Where does God dwell? Where does God live and move and have his being? Where is God in good times? Where is God in difficult times? Where is God when we are mourning the loss of a loved one and death is staring us right in our face. God's word teaches us today that God is in his holy habitation. Well, of course, God is God and he fills all things. God is everywhere, of course. For those who believe in God, in a sense, you can say God dwells in your heart. But that's not what God is talking about in this particular text. God dwells where he promises to be. Where does God promise to be? Where his word is proclaimed in its truth and purity. 
where the sacraments, the gifts of God are given according to the command and promise of God. The first half of our service, we heard a long litany of God's word. From the Old Testament, from the New Testament, from the Psalms, from the Gospels. God dwells in his word. And as we hear that word, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, believe in that word, God dwells with us, among us, and in us. Thanks be to God. God is in his holy habitation. He settles the solitary in a home. We talk a lot, especially on the news or in the newspaper or social media, about people who are unsettled. People who are refugees, people who are immigrants, people who are worried or nervous about things going on in our world, the economy, inflation. People, by nature, are unsettled. God promises to settle the unsettled, to make us solitary in a home. And that's exactly what God does for us in the person and work of Jesus Christ. God, who fills all things and dwells everywhere, chose to be located in the body, in the flesh of Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, King of kings and Lord of lords, took on flesh and blood and made his dwelling, his habitation among us. He didn't do this just to prove that he could. He did it to settle us, to settle the unsettled. We are displaced because of our sin. We sin daily. We sin much. God says, be holy, be perfect, as I, the Lord your God, am holy and perfect. And we're not. Sometimes we don't even try. Most of the time, we don't even care. We are unsettled, and we don't even realize it. And so God sends his Son into the world, into our habitation, to settle us. And he does this by placing himself under the law which unsettles us. Jesus fulfills it. He does this by taking his habitation on an old rugged cross, bleeding and dying for you and me and the life of the world. He does this by physically, bodily, rising from the dead, never to die again. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? It's gone! Because of what Jesus has done for us, for Renus. My friends, this good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is what made Renus the man that he was. Oh, of course, sometimes he was a little loud and a little gruff and a little cantankerous. Sometimes if the sermon got a little long, 
you might catch this out of the corner of your eye. But more than that, if it got really too long, as he sat in the back of the church and we're preaching from the front of the church, we could hear that familiar sound. <coughs> but you know what? He was always there. He was always there to hear the word of God. He was always there to know that his sins were forgiven because God, through his pastor, told him. He was there to eat and drink Christ's body and blood, forgiveness, life, and salvation in his mouth and pumping in his veins. He was there loving his wife of more than six decades. Sometimes, Rennes would be a little ornery or a little cantankerous. But to see the love and the touch and the smile between a husband and wife should be a model and an example for us all. Why did he do that? Why did he pour out his whole heart into everything that he did, whether it was service for his country or service for his community or taking all the heat and no glory, serving as a mayor, volunteering at church and other service organizations, coming to every potluck and every Friday morning volunteer group folding the bulletins before Sunday at church. Why did he do that? Because he was settled. He was at peace. He was settled and at peace because he knew his sins were forgiven, not by what he did, but by the blood of Jesus Christ that was delivered to him in the waters of holy baptism. He was settled. He was at peace. Even these last few months when he was sick, he's losing weight, he couldn't get his breath, fans blowing on him, fans in his hand. He was at peace. Why? Because he knew his name was written in the book of life. He knew that one day when this mortal life was over, he would be with his Lord and Savior Jesus forever and ever. Not because he was a great guy, even though in many, many ways he was a great guy. He was at peace and he was settled because Jesus is a great God who has overcome sin, death, and the grave. For Renus, for you and me, and for the life of the world. When we met on, I don't even know, Wednesday morning with the immediate family and talked about this particular service, I shared with them and I share with you now. There will never be an episode of the lifestyle of the rich and famous devoted to Renus Kuntz. There won't be. But he has given you, whether you realize it or not, he has given you a legacy. A legacy that is an amazing gift for you and your children and your grandchildren. Renus loved to be in God's house.
Oh, of course. He loved to visit. He loved to socialize. He really loved the potlucks. First one there, usually the last one to leave. He loved to be in God's house because he knew that was God's holy habitation. That's where the word of God was preached into his ear and into his heart and into his life. He's given you this legacy. He's given you this great example. So today, we give thanks for the life of Rennes. Today, we give thanks for his legacy. But most of all, we give thanks for the fact that God dwells in his holy habitation for you. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our lives, and our habitation in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. God has made us his people through our baptism into Christ. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We now commit the body of our brother Renus to God's care. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, who will change our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to subdue all things unto himself. May God the Father who created this body, may God the Son who by his blood redeemed this body, may God the Holy Spirit who by holy baptism sanctified this body to be his temple, keep these remains to the day of the resurrection of all flesh. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, by the death of your Son, Jesus Christ, you destroyed death. By his rest in the tomb, you sanctified the graves of your saints. And by his bodily resurrection, you brought life and immortality to light, 
so that all who die in him abide in peace and hope. Receive our thanks for the victory over death and the grave that he won for us. Keep us in everlasting communion with all who wait for him on earth and with all in heaven who are with him. For he is the resurrection and the life, even Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia! Let us go forth in peace in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. We sing together the common doxology as it's printed there. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen.